0: It is a beautiful day in our neighborhood. Hope it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood as well. This is the Tulsa World Scene Podcast, affectionately known as FRED, although that might change um, or it might not. Anyway, we're here to talk about uh, uh, things happening in cultures high and low in and around Tulsa. Uh, I'm here with uh, the lovely and talented Jimmy Trammell and the lovely and talented Grace Wood um and um, uh, let's start and let's get organic um grace you have uh something coming up this weekend that uh starts organic and then gets osage
1: <laughs> yeah so this saturday i have a story about a bartlesville couple who started just this grassroots organic farming initiative there in bartlesville just kind of working to provide like homegrown, pesticide-free, synthetic fertilizer-free produce, and also, like, allergy-friendly and gluten-free baked goods to the people of Bartlesville. And they've just really taken off there. And um, I believe it was in 2021, they were actually at the Bartlesville Farmer's Market selling their goods. And um, the head of catering for Killers of the Flower Moon, the movie that's coming out later this year, came over and sampled one of their allergy-friendly muffins. And he was like, I've got to have more of these. So he recruited them to actually cater the Killers of the Flower Moon production. They would bring in their fresh produce and baked goods and stuff to the set and catered the wrap party for the movie when it was all said and done. So they're a really interesting couple with a great story, and that'll come out this Saturday.
0: Okay. Uh, So, but but up, up to now, they've been... Primarily just in the Bartlesville, working in the Bartlesville area, or do they also try to work at the Tulsa Farmers Market or some of the other ones around
1: uh, the area? Um, Primarily in Bartlesville. So they do the Farmers Market there, and then they have something called a CSA. I think it stands for Community Supported Agriculture. So basically people will pay them a fee, and then every week um, this couple will bring them fresh grown produce from their garden and um, just give them like a little box of it, almost like a little subscription service every week. So that's mostly what they've been focusing on. But um, it sounds like they have plans to keep expanding. So we'll just have to keep an eye on them and see what they do. Hey I'm
2: not okay. smart about this. So somebody help me out. What is the difference between organic food and not organic food?
1: Mm, I'm not the best expert to ask either, but I think it just... Kind of comes down to the way it's grown, and they just try to focus on like not overtilling the land and not using like synthetic fertilizers and pesticides that can have like harsh chemicals in them. So Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where it comes from, but I'm not totally sure.
0: Yeah, I I I, I think you're right. I think it, it it deals primarily in um how how what sort of pesticides might be used um if they use a, a a chemical pesticide or if they you know plant certain plants that keep bugs away rather you know. I'm not i'm like again i'm not uh not really big I- I into that but uh and it can it it, it parts of it is very tightly regulated parts of it parts of it are not but um uh and that's one reason why you'll find often in regular grocery stores at least, maybe not so much at a place like farmer's market where you're dealing with the, directly with the the grower, that organic labeled uh foods, whether it's produce or some kind of prepared thing, is usually more expensive because it's uh, it's more hands-on uh to grow basically. Um so that's 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 unfortunately the trade-off that uh uh the more natural quote natural unquote uh a product is uh the more unnatural the price is going to be but um I know that people are trying to work that out but um what, you said that they they um catered part of uh The killers of the flower moon set were at the rat party did did they share with you a lot of stories about you know is leonardo dicaprio wanting them to send muffins his way or
1: apparently he did have a couple of special requests he really liked some of their muffins and cookies that they would make and apparently like They would kind of get a request from the chef who was on set being like, hey, set in a couple dozen of these cookies because Leo wants them. So he would have like his own little orders going through. But they just said their experience on set was really positive and everyone was really, really nice. So
0: Well, now everybody's going to want to know what sort of cookies does Leonardo DiCaprio need to have in Oklahoma? (laughs)
1: I, I don't have the exact details on that, but just know that they were gluten, dairy, soy, and nut-free and allergy-friendly.
2: <laughs> you know, Leo's got a six degrees of separation connection to Tulsa in that when there was a short-lived TV version of The Outsiders, he was in the series. Uh, he was too young to be one of the main characters like Ponyboy, but they he was so – the people who cast the series – uh, Recognized, like, oh my gosh, this kid's like an angel. Let's let's use him somehow. So he was in the TV series in a in a minor row. What, what 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 year was that? Nineteen ninety. Huh. Obviously, it
0: didn't run too terribly long. How how do you know how many?
2: Thirteen uh, episodes.
0: episodes. Thirteen episodes. I don't know why nineteen ninety. Where was I? Oh well. I was probably, the fact that I have to think about it probably.
2: Anyway, um, was it a network thing? Was it? It it was on Fox. It was a mid-season replacement on Fox. Then It it premiered, ironically, the exact seven years to the day after the movie came out in 1983, which is uh, a weird coincidence. But uh, I didn't mean to get us off Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, Obviously, that's a huge deal. And everyone who's read the book myself included just says the book is fantastic
0: the book is fantastic um, um and uh, what a lot of people i think don't don't quite realize is that it's not the only book about the osage murders there have been a number of uh number of of, of books going back to the early 1930s i think that have um made use of that situation sometimes for uh, fictional stories, sometimes as as, as documentary. And so um, the reason that that I bring that up is that as as Grace pointed out, the movie The Killers of the Flower Moon, um, about the, uh, the the Osage murders of the 1920s, uh, will be uh, released finally uh, sometime this 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 year. Um, there's some d- discussion of when exactly that will be. Um, and now this has been promised for at least, I mean, the last thing I think we heard, it was going to be in the December of 2022, but it was actually, wasn't it supposed to be released earlier than that? Do we remember that or am I just
2: imagining things? I'm not sure, but now we're to the point where it was filmed two years ago. yeah. And the buzz now is that it will be released at, uh, you know, or it'll be shown for the first time at Cannes Film Festival, perhaps.
0: Perhaps, okay.
2: Well, I know that whenever it
0: it, uh, appears, we are going to have, the Tulsa World is going to have a major uh, package about everything about not only uh, the story told in Killers of the Flower Moon, but everything around it. Impact today, not only of the story, but of the motion picture. Uh, And uh, the man who wrote the book, uh, David Grand, will be in town late April because he has a new book that's going to be coming out. I have an advanced copy. It is called The Wager, a tale of shipwreck, mutiny, and murder. uh, Set in, it, it is a true story about the Wager was the name of an English ship uh, that left England, I believe, in 1740. Uh, Two years later, a makeshift raft containing about 30 people uh, lands in Argentina, saying that they were members of the Wager crew. Uh, It was a shipwreck, and they were the only ones to survive. Not, I'm about six months after that, on the other side of South America, <laughs> another little makeshift raft lands uh, in, in I think it's Patagonia. And they say, no, what happened was there was a mutiny and 30 people got who did the mutiny got in a raft and went that way. And we survivors went to the other way. And it becomes this, uh, ultimately this courtroom case uh, where it is a life or death matter because mutiny was punished punishable by death back in those days. So um, we'll be talking with um, Mr. Grand about this and I'm sure we'll bring up Killers of the Flower Moon uh, as that gets uh, uh, closer. Um, but if we want to talk about another book um, that we to talk about, I happen to have it here as well, um, the... University of Tulsa presidential lecture series is going to be bringing Anthony Doerr, author of Cloud Cuckoo Land, there we go, and All the Light We Cannot See, Pulitzer Prize winner, and he'll be discussing uh, his work in a free lecture March 28th at the Reynolds Center on the TU campus, and we'll have a a talk with him about about that coming in Sunday's Tulsa World. Uh, Jimmy, what have you
2: got coming up for us? I've got some book news Sunday about Dr. Laverne Ford Wimberly who if you remember was a uh, became a viral sensation during the pandemic for dressing up in her Sunday best even though the church services were only virtual there was no way she was going to watch church in her pajamas or whatever else. Uh but her story went viral Washington Post every you know cable news station you can think of the Today show and uh, she's written a book about her life and experiences which is really neat uh, to learn more about this person who brought some joy to people at a much needed time and uh, th- that should be in our sunday newspaper and then friday I'll have a story on uh, L King who is uh, playing a sold out show at Kane's ballroom and she has a song titled Tulsa but it's not what you think uh, but it's really really fun song uh think tulsa spelled backwards i'm sure it's not the first time somebody has spelled tulsa backwards and got this uh that conclusion but it may be the first time somebody made that into art which she did very well okay i'm I'm,
0: (laughs) i'll take your word for it um (laughs) so i but but going back to uh uh the lady, uh, her name again, Wim- Doctor Wimberly. Wimberly, uh, I remember seeing those, and and uh, and her Sunday best. I mean, she it was it she she has an impressive sense of style and an incredible closet from 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 what I remember because I don't think she had a, a, the
2: same outfit on. That's right. Uh, you know, fifty-two consecutive Sundays, never repeated a dress, never repeated a hat,
0: and these were some impressive hats. So,
1: wow.
0: all right. Well, that's I'm looking that's something at pictures look right
1: forward. now because I I wasn't familiar with her. Wow, she looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: She she is in 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 a whole lot of ways. She is a very impressive woman. So,
1: awesome.
0: all right. Well, that, those are things to. Uh, to look forward to in uh, the upcoming Tulsa World uh, available at uh, find newsstands everywhere and at tulsaworld.com. I want to thank you all for spending a little bit of your time with us and
2: uh, we will gladly see you later. Bye. (laughs)